So, early days yet for the Gopo Mixed Choir, but we're getting there. <laughs> Did you ever think this was going to happen, no? <laughs> there is a, a reason for it. <laughs> Particularly on a retreat, but also in your daily life, it's uh, it has its it has its purposes. <laughs> uh, it's not just the kind of catechism. You know, I believe in Buddha, uh, although that can come with it. It's an en- it's an energy, and it's uh, you know when we meditate a lot of the time and retreat center, it's quite restrained, and we're quite careful and quiet, not to disturb each other and. Make sure we move around softly, get to things on time, be polite, respectful, withdrawn. You can get a little bit cramped with that. So this is a chance to sort of belt it out a bit, you know, to loosen, loosen the system. And uh, in something that's got a certain, you could say, playful quality to it. You could say play, play is not, not, certainly not foolish. It's, uh, it means we're just enjoying the quality of the present. Yeah. So, and we're sharing it in a very simple, harmless, innocent way. You know, just sharing, sharing the sounds that these bodies make when they resonate like that. You know, without feeling it's got to be right. You can croak, wheeze, get it wrong. <laughs> Don't have to have a great voice. <laughs> it's just uh, loosening and feeling that you can, your energy can come into the room. In a way that's uh, you know it's non-abusive, it's gen- it's uh, okay, but it, it's it's just rolling it out, you know. Uh, and there's a resonance, and we hear each we hear each other's and our voices sort of merge into into uh, something roughly harmonious, harmonious enough where it's uh, a gathering of the community, mm. gathering of community, mm. and. Uh, this is a, uh, uh, quite a, a significant uh, feature, in, certainly in, in, in Buddhist countries, but also, of course, in most religions you have some sort of song period. And why? Because it, gets, it brings us together. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, I think certain things one has to overcome first the feeling of nervousness about some exposing one's one's not very good voice, getting it wrong, looking at the words, trying to get the words right, and uh, recognize, you know, when there's 20 of you, it doesn't matter, because your voice is just one drop in the, in the pool, and uh, it doesn't, really doesn't matter. Most important thing is just to get this sense of the movement from the, the sounds through the body and, and opening out. So this helps to just soften a sense, slight sense of, well, you call it a minor fear, tension about, you know, um, how we affect each other, and also a tendency to become a bit too introspective in a, in a rather narrow way, you know, where we're trying to be very refined and, and watch what we're doing, and it gets just a little bit, can get a little bit tense in there, intense. You know. So, 
certainly in um, most Asian communities and monasteries, chanting is a big thing because people come from all over the place from their houses and villages and get together and it's a sense everybody gets together and they they chant and it brings everyone together it's a kind of a uh, it's a communal quality and this is very uh, significant because once you experience communion then it, it alleviates the aloneness the over the overpoweredness, the sense of um, I'm on my own. I've got to work this out. Yeah, where we do go up into our heads, we do tighten up. We feel a certain residual anxiety because the alone alone experience, um, or lonely experience, is one of sustained on the edge of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a big social problem, in the West particularly, um, because it's it's a whole of it, it tends towards the the sense of you're on your own, work it out for yourself, be responsible, be, you know, get it together, and if possible, you know, get ahead of other people. (laughs) At least don't fall behind other people, you know. Uh, so, what happened to the tribe? What happened to the the sharing entity? It's 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 a competition, and the person who's second, third, fifth is just not as good as the person who's first. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? The lone individual, that's the cult, the lone hero, the lone individual. Mm. How does that feel? And you'd say, how does it feel when it doesn't matter, we can be friends, doesn't matter. Share. How does that feel? You feel you have to deserve it, win it, be good enough, or you can be part of the group. How does that feel? So, with chanting, we just empty all that tension. You breathe it out. It's a kind of resid. It's something we can come, particularly on retreats, when you're not communicating with others. This thing can grow without you even really knowing it. And you, yeah. So this is where you empty that. Just look, we're just here, we're just people being together, sharing some time and space together. Okay? You know? Nobody's looking down on you. So this is our, our greeting. Yeah. Our greeting, our meeting at the beginning of the day. It's a meeting. Well, you know, meeting all the time, but there is a meeting, and that should definitely be a kind of greeting. Mm-hmm. And you do it with your body, because we can all say things like, hello, you're nice, welcome, please sit down, make yourself at home, but does that do it? Uh, <laughs> to a certain extent, perhaps, but when you come from your body, 
you really know it, you know, because this all this stuff can loosen up, yeah, and the, the slight withdrawal of the body can relax, just bring it out. And you know, many cultures which don't emphasise individuality or have a emphasise communality or tend to experience themselves in groups. Lot singing, dancing, being together like this, eating together, singing together, dancing together. Mm-hmm. You, should, you know, you just share and you certainly bring your own body into it. It's all men, women, small, big, kids, everybody, you just do it together. And it's a sense in which there's no longer the differentiations. The differentiations can occur, but at a certain time that's all just, you know, well, just brush that aside for the time being. Mm-hmm. I was noticing somebody mentioned Sister, Sister Abigail who has an orphanage in um, somewhere near here, I think. And so she, when she go back to to the Haseo kids, and the first thing they walk in, they will start singing. It's like hello, <laughs> rather than snap to attention, take their hats off, and <laughs> teachers come in and the the heads heads come in. They no, no, they just start singing. It's a way of just relaxing and releasing that slight tension we come in when we see another. Am I okay? Is it all right? Well, it is all right. First of all, we'll be humans together, and then we'll figure out, you know, who's doing what, you know, from that, from that, uh, after we've entered a commun- communal field. Mm. So it's, it, it has an importance to it. On an emotional level, and your emotions begin in your body. Mm. Begin in your body. Mm. So the first contact impression when you see something, hear something, you may not notice it, but actually, the first contact impression there is a uh-huh. Something that coming into from just things are just kind of flowing along, and then oh, what's that? There is a bodily sense with that. Well, generally, it's an overall sense of you know. You could say you can certainly see it in animals; their ears prick up, their bodies listen. What's happening? And we have animal bodies. Mm-hmm. They still do it. And the first signal for any sentient creature is any threat here. Has to be the first signal because if you don't get that one right, this is the second signal. <laughs> <laughs> so the first signal is, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. And where, where do you think threat is experienced? Most clearly it's in, it's in the abdomen. That's where you get the fear, the anxiety it comes down here. So the first part of your body, I mean these are really very, very, the whole thing flows together, but the first thing that hap- will tend to happen is there's some sense and it happens in your in your in your belly. 
Now, it may be that you know there isn't any sense of a threat. The first, complete, it's completely new, strange. You notice people tend to stiffen a little at first, the first meeting, a certain stiffness, before they feel comfortable. And the stiffness begins, stiffening begins down here. It's like a signal of, hold it. Okay. Yeah. And then as it releases there can be you can feel this energy warming up, opening the chest. When we do feel, oh yeah. And you can breathe out. Mm-hmm. Now you notice this more specifically with, with people, because you know, that's where the contact impressions are the most meaningful with people. A slight a slight tendency to, to stiffen or to sharpen and then as things become okay and friendly softening relaxing and something happens in the chest it's called uh, warmth and empathy and in cultivation you beginning to slow down some of these reflexes so you can contemplate them in a very almost impersonal way. It's nothing about you know our socialized personalities, it's about instinctive reflex. Because you just want to know what happens. Where do these senses come from? Coming up in your chest. And then Oh, then it comes up into your head what you can talk about what does he remind you of Have you, you, know, you start figuring out conversation and so forth this happens from there now the relevance of this when we're not talking, we're not we're encouraging ourselves not to do a lot of figuring out is to feel the resonance uh, and begin to have the momentary check and then relaxing in the, in the abdomen and sensing through the chest just as if your chest itself is a sense, is a sense organ and it's how is it to be here? From here. what would be beautiful
what would be warm-hearted to others as to myself without any names what would be sharing to others as to myself without any need like they need something from me no no it's not about what they need it's about what I can open where I can sense others and other anything other and allow myself to be affected by it I'm safe enough I don't have to figure it shut it down close it organize it make it work what would happen just to meet some another being whether it's a horse or a, sometimes horses are easier dogs you know, we don't feel so nervous about getting it wrong with them <laughs> and just a another person someone you could meet how would that be what does it feel like when you do meet a friend hmm. and sensing what happens from the chest level chest area center of the chest sounds abstract you can bring someone to mind you feel kindly disposed to uh, it's sometimes it, it's easier to feel it's someone who perhaps needs you or you feel you can give them something it's like giving to others is a great um, medicine And how that feels when there's someone, perhaps a smaller person, or a younger person, or a sick person, or a person who needs some company, and you feel you can give to them. You can imagine people or remember people who you've had that, that kind of relationship with, briefly, temporarily, someone's sick, and you want to bring forth to the to someone like that yeah. whether you can fix it or not doesn't matter right now that may happen or not the first thing is just the what happens in the heart to have a certain energy that begins to run or activate
And what happens when you can celebrate someone who is, is having a good day, uh, achieve something in their lives, um, experiencing good fortune, and you feel happy for them? How does that feel? Mm. See someone recovering from the illness, say. Mm. Someone coming out of a difficult place, you know, good. You know. How does that feel? Where does that feel? This is called mudita, gladness. So if you can break up any image, <coughs> an animal, person, how does it feel to see them coming into their happiness or out of their distress and uh, you're feeling, you're letting yourself be touched by that. Also someone who you feel a sense of uplift through, or an event even, you know, people finding peace or someone um, you could admire, how does that feel, a sense of feeling uplifted by another. Just looking very, or sensing it just into that movement energy. It doesn't matter if it's someone who scored the highest score in soccer or cricket. It doesn't kind of worldly, doesn't matter. Just the sense of, well, great, good for her, good for him. Yeah, she won the championship. Well, you get a sense of uplift. And then if it can be someone who, who had a, did a beautiful thing for the sake of humanity or for the welfare of others and you've had a sense of uplift and inspiration where does that happen and how do, what's the energy of that
So now I'll just go back again and uh, <coughs> if you bear with me. Mm. When you even without looking around necessarily, but just recognizing there are other people in this in this room we're sharing time with. Is anyone you imagine would not uh, appreciate uh, kindness? Not appreciate uh, um, being treated with care and respect. Do you think anyone would not enjoy health and uh, happiness? Everyone would enjoy health and happiness, wouldn't they? I'm sure. Everyone would like to be not abused or hurt. Sensing each other, sensing not as objects I see with my eyes, but as subjects, just like me, enjoying happiness when it comes, (laughs) well-being. in the field of human beings do you think could you even consider there's anyone here who has not experienced sickness pain physical pain Sickness. Anyone here who's not experienced uh, sadness, disappointment? Anyone here who's not experienced being hurt by another? Mm. How's that? Anyone here who's not experienced separation from the loved? Something beautiful passing away. End of a relationship. Mm. We don't have to necessarily go into all the stories, but just recognize this and this is how it is. How is that when we sense humans around us? Who feel this? Who have known this? Mm. Is anyone who's not experienced a single flicker of happiness in their lives? sense of achievement or uh, pleasure of uh, relaxing or enjoying a good meal or being befriended. Anybody, nobody's experienced that? Everybody's experienced that. The relief, the ending of their sickness. <sighs> How that was. The weight was off. 
the ending of their problem. Everyone has experienced that. Everyone has experienced this particular energy of heart, its delicacy, its warmth, its like trembling. power to flood us with joy and with sorrow and how it can spring up and sometimes we feel a little bit unsteady about that is only part of the paradigm, the pattern. Now, if you've experienced any of any of that, sense of the joy of giving, or bringing forth empathy, warm-heartedness to another being, can you also recognize and allow other beings to experience that towards yourself. What's it like when someone is kind to you or helps you or how is that? Can you experience that? Somebody just opens a door or... Yeah, great, but there's some gesture of acknowledgement and French friendly movement. Can you open to that? In your life you've experienced this. What's it like to um, sense and experience someone helps you out of a difficulty, um, disease, pain, struggle, uh, problem? Someone is interested in that. Mm-hmm. 
this must have happened to you shortly the car breaks down somebody stops, pulls up helps you out fall over somebody picks you up or you're feeling a bit unsteady and somebody gives you their arm and says oh okay you're right now somebody has some sense of concern that you're Potential suffering does not increase, and your struggle does not incre- intensify, but it lessens. You must have experienced this. Can you remember it? Can you sense what happens and perhaps let go of the story? Once you get the story, the image, the impression, and just relax into what happens. Can you open to that, allowing yourself to be on the receiving end of it? goodwill, compassion. You know, personally, you might find it, uh, you want to do something back or pay them off or saying you shouldn't bother or (laughs) on a personality level. So, just come out of the personality, the head, that slight flurry, and linger a little longer in something really not personal. It's, it's, it's kind of before the personal. It's just, you know, it's, why it's easier sometimes with animals if you don't take them. They don't have so much personality. So come out of the person, the head, and try to feel it in your body. Let your belly relax. Sense it in what happens in your chest when your abdomen can relax, be soft. Others do get concerned for my welfare and want or enjoy the experience of compassion, kindness, as we do, as I do. I enjoy that experience. I like the heart to be rich, to be flowing. Naturally, in order to give, there has to be someone who will be prepared to receive it. Self, do not have to pay it back on a personal level. And if it gets difficult, edgy, just, you know, let the images fade, go back into your body, breathing in, breathing out, feel the warmth of your own body, 
the naturalness of it, coming back to the natural state, steady flowing of breath energy. This also is a gift for you. Healthy, keeping you alive, not asking for anything in return. Can you allow yourself or attune to just enjoying good health, good energy, uh, body, heart, one's own, that of another, the flow of it? So is this a softly indicator, a pause moment, a few moments, so you can feel, you know, if you want to wriggle, change the position, don't worry about making a sound, have an armistice, <laughs> and wriggle around, if you want to change your position, relax yourself. I could just ask you just if you could stay stay in the room for a little longer, but if you want to flex a bit, please do. say just soften the visual focus, let the eyes be blurred, slightly dreamy, feel just this sense of a body standing, pressure sensations of the feet, legs, let your mind go vague, eyes go soft, blurry, slightly vague state, 
and yet you can sense that sensation in the feet. Do you feel steady? It's important. And the steadiness is coming from your feet rather than you holding it together. Mm-hmm. Steadiness is coming from your feet and legs. Feel their strength, their support. Mm-hmm. That's all. Let your brain go vague, eyes go soft. Relax your jaw. the coolness of the air, the backs of your hands or any exposed piece of skin. Is that okay? Too cold? Prickling, tingly, skin, boundaries. Steady enough? You feel unsteady, please sit down. You can feel the legs, the feet, the hold the body holding you. The space around you begins just as the maybe the temperature, the coolness against your skin. It's not gonna hurt you. It's okay. Let your mind go vague. you're steady in that, can you do, do you have any sense that tells you you have a, an upper body? And you can feel the legs perhaps, the chest, is anything that tells you you have a, a belly? Without remembering it, what comes to you when you, how is that, where is that, what's indicating that? Movement, pressures, warmth, textures, chest, belly.
in the vagueness of attention is just lightly receptive Telling you have an in inner quality to the body. That's this something. It's not just skin. There's also texture to this experience. This bodily experience feels maybe sense of some volume or weight, or you might feel the rhythmic sensations of breathing. There's a substance there. As if this substance is rather like a ball or just a, not a person anymore, just a, a substance and turning it, gently turning it in the center. Turning from side to side, where you feel the centre of that mass, and turn it. It's almost just gently swinging in the breeze. Very soft. And you're feeling, yeah, there's space around this doesn't resist, doesn't need to be dealt with,
movement, a gentle movement. How's that? Send a little invitation, question invitation, any part of this mass that would like to move slightly in any direction.
you'll have a soft closure which means you can stay, you can leave at your own time, you don't have to file out there's no finale stay in touch